Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio from the maller podcast studio deep in the north woods and danny at a secret undisclosed location as we are hanging out together all weekend long i'm on drugs right now man bringing the razzmatazz danny g we're bringing the razzmatazz as we flap our gums for as long as they will allow us to flap our gums. And this being the Friday podcast, it's kind of a big day, Nanny. It's kind of, you probably don't think it's a big day. It's like, well, today's the eighth day of September. What's so special about that, right? Well, there's no holiday today, right? Oh, I know what the special occasion is. What, 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 would, what would that be? You debut on national TV. That's right. It's all about me. No, uh, well, kind of, kind of. So this is a, a crazy day in my life where today the TV show that I've been talking about is actually going to be broadcast on regional cable channels from Boston, from Maine, all, all over uh, the, the country. I don't even know where it's going to be on and in, in all the places it'll be on. It's a, it's a, it's really a great. Well, it's, it's kind of a cool day. It's also a little bit nerve-wracking. So this podcast dedicated to a behind-the-scenes look. I've been getting people emailing me quite a bit saying they, they have random questions about what's been going on and, like, how the hell did this happen? Like, are you lying to us? Like, all this random stuff. So we're going to dedicate the bulk of this Friday podcast to that and then – you know, Danny, obviously you're here, and so if there's anything that I might have missed or anything you want to add, anything you want to, you know, a little spice on top of it, you're like the spice guy. You're the spice guy. I'm like your storytelling referee. 
Yeah, exactly. You can say, hey, hey, hey wait a minute, that's bullshit. Uh, that, that's not true. And then I say, well, no, it is. And then you say, well, no, it's it's not. And, and anyway, uh, so yeah, before, before you get into it, I have one quick request. Okay. If Looney ever gets on your nerves, which I think is going to happen a few times this TV season, please tell Looney, I want Danny G back as the penny. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I I have had many people say, well, what about Danny G? What about, you know, we got to get Danny G in there and all that. And uh, and uh, yeah, you love the, doing the penny, but you're you're not like a huge gambling guy. You've admitted that. You're not like a big. Right, right. That's, but that's I think that was part of the fun was that it showed that even a non-gambling person could have fun with Benny versus the penny. Yeah, and that's kind of the deal. And I, I've done this for a long time, and it's while it is plausibly a gambling show, it's really just, you know, goofing around, having fun, you know, talking football. And point out how bad your picks were. Oh, no, I had a great year. How dare you? I had the greatest year I've ever had last year, which means I am set up for one of the most epic falls of all time. I am going to get crushed by the penny. It is going to be humiliating, embarrassing, uh, all of that, emasculating, uh, unless it's not. But the question, what was it like to launch the show? The show is is done. It's airing today. And so in Maller Monologues, you know, kind of style here, Danny, even though it's the podcast, I've got Robert Redford, Brokaw, and CompuBox. Those three things, and we will... We're going to mix them all together like gumbo? Yeah, we're going to... Well, but not gumbo. No, 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 no. We're going to make uh, uh, goulash is what we're going to make. Yeah. Hungarian goulash. Just throw a lot of crap into a bowl and then call it goulash. Racist. So... uh this is, by the way, I want to alert all the the podcast listeners. This is a global, worldwide exclusive. Nobody else has this content, Danny, that we are about to go over here uh, because nobody else wants it. But uh, we are going to take you. I, I saw this on a TV show years ago. We're going to take you on a journey to boldly go where no man has gone before. I'm in command making of a regional cable television NFL gambling show. And uh, the show, we will tape the show every Thursday mm -hmm. throughout the NFL season. Yeah. Now, why do we tape the show on Thursday? Because there's a lot of editing that has to go on in the show, and it has to be ready to go for the East Coast early in the day. And because of my sleep schedule, Doing the radio show, Danny, I have. Uh, Yo, Ben, that poor editor. You could barely fit Benny versus the Penny into an hour in the past. <laughs> How do you fit all of that into a half-hour TV show? It's a great question, Danny. And so, yes, I, in fact, years ago, Benny versus the Penny, it, some episodes were 90 minutes or more. It was just, I just kept going and going and going. So having met with the people at NBC, they're like, listen, this is a, we want this fast paced. Um, you, you're not necessarily going to get as much stuff out there, but we're going to get the really good stuff. And I said, sure. Okay. So you're going to pay me money and I can do less. Uh, then I that I that I've done it. Well, that's kind of that, but we're gonna we're gonna really highlight the cream of the crop and all that. So yeah, it's a half hour. Gotcha. So when you get to a game that is kind of a snoozer, you you really don't even spend a few minutes on it. You just pass it up. 
Yeah, yeah. So we highlight what we think are the most important games of the weekend. And there's a a blue ribbon panel, Danny. And so I, I, I like using the term blue ribbon, but there's you know, it's, it, it's my name's on the show, and so I have editorial control to a point. But it's you know, meeting of the minds, and uh, you know, Vinny's our producer from NBC Sports Boston. He, he's really good, and uh, so I I. You know, kind of go back and forth with him about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, exactly. So we record on Thursday. And hey, Vinny. This, by the way, Dan, this turned into an epic day. All right. It actually started back on Wednesday. So we're going to go back in the hot tub time machine to Wednesday. So um, one of the guys you don't know, unless you're a stalker, uh, is a guy named John. Last names aren't really important. John's a great guy. I'd never met John until about a year ago. Actually, I didn't meet him until a couple months ago. We had communicated via email and the phone. And John's actually one of the big executives that NBC at NBC that reached out to me and said, hey, we're thinking about you know, doing the show with you. And, and we want to see if we have something here, which I thought was at first, I thought I was getting punk. You know, I was like, well, that's funny. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but it looked like an official email. So we've we've gone back and forth for a while, but John flew out. He lives in Philadelphia. He flew out, um, and and some other people from NBC to be part of this, the maiden voyage of Benny versus the Penny. And so Wednesday he was in in town, and so he's like, "Hey, why don't we get together with you, know, you and Looney and uh, significant others and all that, and we'll we'll go to a nice meal, and we'll celebrate because you're going to tape the show on Thursday, so we'll celebrate on Wednesday." So, you know, Looney being Looney. Am I on? Picked the smokehouse in Burbank as the restaurant. I don't know if you have you been to the smokehouse in Burbank, Danny? Have you? I have been there. Yeah. It's a legendary place. So I got up at about 1.30 in the afternoon on Wednesday. I uh, left the house pretty quick. A lot of traffic. Took a couple hours to get from where I am to the smokehouse. So that was a pain in the ass. Now, Looney picked the restaurant because it's a classic Hollywood spot. If you've never been to Los Angeles, and based on who's listening to the podcast, a lot of you have not, but it's right across the street from the legendary Warner Brothers Studios. So there's a big street, and then the other side is Warner Brothers Studios. Now, on the other side, if you go down Riverside Drive, there is it's gate eight of Universal Studios. And so it's it's right in between Warner Brothers and Universal Studios, two of the biggest movie studios in Hollywood. And so the Smokehouse, this place, it was originally built at the very end of World War II. So it, by I know in, in Boston and New York and Philly, there's a lot of really old stuff and even older stuff in England. But by Los Angeles standards, this is a pretty old restaurant. There's not a lot of stuff in L.A. that's you know, older than that. There's a few things, but not much. And uh, you, of course, Danny, you know, because you've been there. What is the smokehouse known for? What is their signature dish that they're known for? What do you think? The meats. No, it's the it's the garlic bread. It's the oh, okay. The cheesy garlic bread. And also spotting a lot of celebrities when you sit down. Yeah, exactly. So that th- it has this old restaurant aura and decor. You know, you go in there, you're like in a time portal. So anyway, it's that kind of place, and it, and this place is you mentioned Hollywood. They a gaggle of shows: uh, Rockford, American Woman. The uh, they filmed The Office, an episode of The Office there. Well, I love The Office. Uh, Entourage, 
bunch of other stuff that's been filmed there over the years. But this was a regular hangout spot for Robert Redford back in the day. Uh, obviously, Judy Garland, Errol Flynn. These are some big old names in Hollywood. And they'd hang out eating steak. I had a great meal. And I I went big because I knew NBC was paying for the food. So I didn't have to worry about paying for the food. So I was like, all right, I'll get whatever I want. So I got a ribeye steak. You know, I had it prepared, Danny. You want to take a guess how I had my ribeye steak prepared? Oh, you had them burn it. Yes. Yes. I I said I would like it to look like the tires on the Mallor Mobile. Not only did I have them burn it, I had them burn it, but I eat my steak the same way Rob Parker eats his steak. Butterfly cut. So you butterfly cut it and kick and you cook it well done. Add some cheesy potatoes al gratin. Oh yeah. And uh and I was man, I was happy. I was like I remember people ordering their clam chowder there too. Yeah. yeah, they they have a lot of uh, r- really good stuff. Uh I really what I wanted was the French onion soup, but that's a that's a premier item. They only have that on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I was there on a Wednesday. So I did not get my French onion soup, which was unfortunate. So the meal lasted about 90 minutes as we give you the in-depth coverage of random meals. But this was a big deal. It was like the, the, the dinner before, the night before, the final supper before the show. And then uh, John did not have a car, so I gave him a ride to his his hotel, which was right down the street, and we headed to uh, – I headed to FSR. I, I got there early. Uh, I had the decision of either going back to the North Woods, which would have been two hours, or go about 40 minutes to FSR. So I did the 40-minute thing, and that was smooth. I, I got ready for the overnight show. And then after the show, I had some time to kill. So I did a crash course little final preparation for Benny versus the penny. And it was very rapid and intense and all that. And uh, then I, I headed over to my wife's work. Uh, she was working the overnight shift at the police station and uh, she's my makeup lady. I'm married. My wife likes to dress up. She, uh, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not a big makeup guy, Danny, as you know. I mean, you've known me a long time. I used to wear lipstick back in the day, but... I gave that up, but uh, but yeah. So I don't. I don't really make up. Not even anything around your eyes on game day, like Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're right. I mean occasionally, you know, it's a big big night at work. I'll put some. I will put some eye black on. Uh, that's right. But I haven't done that in years. And so anyway, she was uh, in charge of the makeup, and uh, she figured out what I needed and all that stuff. And uh, it's not really my domain. That's why I like radio. There's no makeup, but whatever. I, TV pays better. So uh, from there, uh, headed over to, this is kind of cool, to Universal Studios, but not the theme park, the actual movie studio where they actually make films, although they're not making them now because everyone in Hollywood's on strike. So it's pretty. It's a ghost town at Universal Studios. The, the studios are all mostly empty. And uh, so went in there. We have a small studio. And it is located in the Brokaw News Center, which is the West Coast Bureau of NBC. They have uh, CNBC, which is actually where we are is near CNBC. They have MSNBC. I know Justin in Cincinnati is a big fan of that. Uh, and then they have like the local like news, network news. And so there's all these you know, different studios and a lot of random people that seem to be pretty important. I don't know if they are or not. Did you pop your head in there and say fake news? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I kept my mouth shut. But we walked, I walked all over the place. And uh, yeah, everyone was cool. Everyone was nice and just trying to get through the day and all that stuff. Ben, congratulations. Uh, th- then I had some more time to kill. There's a lot of time to kill on these kind of days. And, you know, this, and this, and this is actually a big deal. I want to point out. Like, you know, working in radio, Danny, especially doing the overnight show, nobody goes out of their way at all for the show, nor should they, right? You know, you know, they just don't do it. Uh, I had people flying in from New York, uh, people that work at Rockefeller Center for NBC. I had people from Philly. Uh, John came out. We've got the Boston crew. I mean, this is like a global, uh, national uh, operation. It's insane here, man. I can't believe it. You, uh, this guy, I, one of the guys I met, he said, I, I flew, I worked at Rockefeller Center in New York. I came out to make sure this thing goes smoothly. And I'm like, wow, that's a long trip to make for the half hour show. You know, <laughs> like, geez. Uh, but but they were all great. and It was wonderful. So next up on this thorough review of Benny versus the Penny, the opening episode, we we went Seinfeld. Got there early, had our our window. We we're going to start recording the show. But we did a a table read with television's Tom Looney. Tom at the the round table at this meeting room and there was a round table and, and uh now i love round table but there were no garlic parmesan garlic twists or pizza so it was just a table Ooh. would have been better if they had that so i did that uh, i kind of went over you know the battle plan i wanted to make sure we did not totally embarrass ourselves 
Then I went into the studio, which is a very small studio, but it works. It looks massive on television. So I went into the studio, did the whole wardrobe thing, put my I have a co- I have a kind of a costume I have to wear every week. Uh put the mic on, the IFB, which is a fancy way of saying an earpiece. So the producer can yell at you and say, you suck, uh, you f- that up, you know, that whole thing. Anyway, uh, so as I mentioned, the show's produced out of Boston. And so we kind of went over some final notes, started recording the show, three segments. They're all timed out. Every segment needs to be in a, a very tight window because you got to make sure you get it in. You got to have time for the commercials, obviously. And then the next show starts and you know, we're only half an hour. So that must have been really hard for you, Andy Reid. <laughs> now, fun fact, Danny, fun fact, depending on which market you watch, Benny versus the Penny, it's being distributed by NBC, obviously, but it's in non-NBC uh, stations will carry the show, some of them. So depending on the market, you'll see a slightly different version of the show. There are small tweaks. There's actually like three or four versions of the same show that involve, from what I was told, it's above my pay grade, but I was told it involves the you'll love this the legalese the gambling bureaucracy in america this is we talk about betting and gambling obviously and so there's different sponsors in different cities and you can say certain things in some cities and then in other cities that's verboten so you got to navigate a lot of that stuff which was i had nothing to do with that we just did the show and then other people have to slice and dice and edit and all that but it was a very long day then we wrapped up the shoot and you know, I'm not going to sit here and say it was one take. No, no. We had many takes because there's me and Looney. There's a whole production team in Boston. We'd never really done the show that was going to be broadcast. We had done demo shows, but it's much different was actually going to be broadcast. because you, and Especially the first show. You don't want to screw up the first show, right? The first show, because if you screw up the first show, they might not give you a second show. And boy, would that blow. So we we really wanted to nail the first show and get it right. So we did a lot of takes, and then there'd be little things, like the mic would cut out, you know, Looney would do something stupid, then I'd have a brain fart. So we did that, and but at the end of the shoot, John's like, hey, that was, you know, we're, that's great. You guys are going to be on TV now. That's why don't we go have a nice meal? So we went to a kind of a breakfast. Well, it was really lunch. It was, I don't Went to Patty's. You've been to Patty. I, I bet you've been to Patty's on Riverside and Burbank. Have you been there? I don't know. If I have been there. Yeah, it's a it's another one of these old places. Been around. It's a famous hangout spot. Have you seen the green room at Patty's? Have you seen the green? They have a, the green room is this big boardroom type place in the back, and that's where they make deals, like the movie studios. You know, they big. They come in there. They say, ah, "We need the green room." I ate there twice. I think when I lived there in Burbank, I always pictured Walt Disney like in the back making a deal. Yeah. Well, Burbank, like Toluca Lake, Burbank, there's some great diners in that area, like uh, Bob's Big Boys. That's still there. Bob's Big Boys. Still there, yeah. To hang out there. Jay Leno, when he'd host The Tonight Show, would be hanging out. He'd go to Bob's Big Boy all the time and all that. Yeah, I love that area. I wanted to live in Toluca Lake. I used to work there, and I couldn't afford a house in, in Toluca Lake, so I couldn't couldn't get in. I was like, no, I would have absolutely. That's a great area. Yeah. You would have had to be on NBC TV back then. Yes. Florida house. Yes. Uh, the uh, small salary and radio did not quite work. And anyway, so we did the, did the lunch thing with the patties and I said, I'm at patties. You know what I have to have? I have to have a patties melt. So I had a patties melt and uh, that was great and all that. And then 
I said I had to go. Uh, we talked a bunch of old broadcasting stories. Me and Looney went back and forth on crap that happened. We did the Blitz on FSR, and we were regaling our friend John from NBC about that and had a 90-minute drive. So let's go quickly now to the CompuBox stats, Danny. The CompuBox stats. And I would like to report to all of you listening to this podcast, well, mainly you, that I now have official Crackhead Bob Hours, or I guess in this case, Crackhead Ben. So from the span of waking up on Wednesday to going back to sleep, if you want to call what I did sleep, I ate two meals, which for me is a lot. You know, I'm an intermittent faster, but I, I figured rare and appropriate. And how many uh, how many chances are you going to get to have, you know have a nice meal with a big you know television executive and t- to launch a TV show? That's like a big deal. Hey, really quick, what did Looney order to eat? By the way, did he clean the joint out? He he ordered eggs Benedict, which I think Ooh. is disgusting, but he likes. Oh, that's it. good. That was a good choice. Uh, and then he had like potatoes. It is odd because Looney's like a vegetable. He doesn't eat anything good. You know, anything I would like. Did he do a steak at the smokehouse? Uh, yeah, I think he did prime rib, if I remember. Okay, okay. Prime rib. Looks gooey to me. Yeah, so we were going big, you know. And and, and it's the, when you go out and other people are paying, and you know they don't really care what you, you order, whatever you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. You go big. You get three, four sides just for your side of the table. Yeah. And if I was paying for that meal, I'd say, can I have a side of fries? Uh, so that that was the the meal. So did the so again. Just to recap, so I, I mentioned CompuBox stats. Crackhead Bob hours. Crackhead Ben. Two meals. Four hours. Network radio. Five hundred stations. Several meetings. Taped the TV show. First time I've ever done that to actually be broadcast. By the time I got home, it was two p.m. and I was awake for over twenty five hours. Take that for data. Yeah. <laughs> 25 at one point during the production for Benny versus Penny, uh, John pulled me aside and gave me like, Hey, come on. We need more energy, man. I, I was, I was fading a little bit. I, I'm not going to lie, Danny. I was fading a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was not quite, uh, I had good energy at the start, but by the, by the time we were finishing up, I was like, Whoa, man. But I did complete the Maller marathon. It was like your corner, man. Did he slap you around? Slap! Oh, yeah, I told him. I said, that's great, because he gave me a pep talk. You know, he's like, listen, you know, here's why. And, and the people at NBC have been great. And the one thing that I'm most excited about, about this TV show, is you know how you do TV, Danny, and you see people on TV, and they're all buttoned up, and, you know, and they're all serious because you're on TV, and you got to act different. And and when I first started doing some pilots for the, the show, I kind of acted like that. And, uh, and Bill, one of the, the big guys who's a big supporter of mine at NBC, he said, listen, we want you because of the, the what you do on the radio. That's what we want. That's the guy we want. We don't want the guy. You don't want a buttoned up guy and all that. You know, if you the stuff you say on the radio and all that, we, you know, goofing on yep. Kyler Murray or whatever. That's what we want. We don't want, you know, buttoned up like guy. The last time, like the last time you were on NBC, you were too, like, serious. Yeah, yeah. I was like news guy. I was like, yeah. I was, here's the news. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Malik. <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... 
Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so they were very cool, and I was like, okay, you're going to, you know, as long as I am not going to get in trouble for this. And they said, yeah, that's what we want. So I said, okay, so hopefully that comes across. You guys have to let me know if I'm buttoned up Benny on Benny versus the Penny, if you guys get a chance to watch it today or Saturday or, you know, which is obviously tomorrow, and then um, Sunday morning. So uh, we'll, we'll see. But I, I was, I felt like I was letting it rip pretty good. I was kind of doing – Doing what I do late night as much as you can. You, know, you can't go. You know, certain things we can say at three in the morning that we can't say, uh, you know, during the day. But uh, that's just the way, the way it works. So that was the the maiden voyage of Benny versus the the Penny. That was that was how how it went, and it's going to be this way every week. We are doing original TV shows. Unless no one watches and the show gets canceled, we are scheduled to do the show all the way through the Super Bowl. By the time it was said and done, how long did it take to tape the maiden voyage? Uh, let, let, let's just say the radio show that I do took less time. Uh, the overnight show takes less time than than this did. But the good, see, because we had so many moving parts, it was like spinning plates. We are told that within a couple of weeks, it'll be real short. But because we had to make sure everything was working and all that, um, that it, it took a little longer. So, yeah, so you get into a groove and yeah. cut that time down in half. Yeah, and it's really, uh, as Looney says, the fundamentals, the big fundamental. You got to, you know, the fundamentals are a little different. Um, there's a little technical stuff that i've obviously used to radio we're radio guys danny that's what we do we do radio and uh it's a little different in television uh, there's certainly more people involved and one of the things i've always liked about radio is that it's you know it's just a couple people that's it you know it's just you and the microphone and a couple people with you and that's it but in 
television, it's uh, it's a much bigger deal, and there's a lot of people who are you know, directing, producing, you know, rolling video and sound and all that stuff. So, but it's exciting. It's a whole new world. It's been an education, and I'm very grateful that they they wanted this, and hopefully, it's good and people like it, and you know, we could do some more different things down the line and all that. So we'll see where it leads. But even if it is only this season, uh, I will be eternally grateful. But uh, but hopefully it'll you know go 10 years, Danny, and then I can retire and, you know, I'll be good. But uh, who knows? Who the heck knows? Uh, we'll get out on that. Thank you, guys. And again, if you're wondering, like, well, you've talked about the show, but where is the show? I mean, what's up with that? Uh, yeah. So. I'm going to tell you what I know, and this this might have changed. This might have changed. I probably should have led with this. It's a bad job by me, but what the hell? Uh, so the way this works, uh, I, we the show is definitely 100% locked in on all of the NBC-owned and operated uh, stations, which is NBC Sports Boston, Chicago, San Francisco, uh, I believe they run a station in Washington, D.C., so we'll be on there. And uh, we'll also be on New York on SNY, which is the Mets affiliate. We are supposed to be on in Los Angeles on Sportsnet LA, which is the Dodger station. We are supposed to be on Peacock, although I'm told some of this stuff might be delayed till week two. So I'm not sure exactly. I have no idea. Much like the radio show, Danny, right? We do the show. We don't know where it goes, and you know, it goes all over the place, and we just kind of do the thing and provide the content, and uh, the world lets us know where they're listening or viewing it. Yeah, and and if you do happen to to watch the show, if you happen to see see the show, uh, let, let let us know. Uh, let us know how it goes. I am such a radio loser. <laughs> Have a great rest of your Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we've got a full weekend of podcasting, Danny. Are you prepared for the weekend ahead here? I'm ready. All right. We'll let it rip. And thank you in advance for listening to this. I guess this that, that would not really be advanced, Danny, right? Because you've already listened. So yes. I don't have to say in advance. Thank you for listening. Okay. And uh, thank you in advance for trying to find the TV show. I know it is all on also Roku which is kind of pricey, but if you have Roku, you're, you're going to get Benny versus the Penny. It's on there. It's part of the their NBC Sports package, uh, they, or they have the affiliates. Uh, you got anything going? Oh, you're working today. It's a double-dip day for yeah, you. Man. Oh, man. it's a, Yeah, it's a busy day, uh, but a good one because it's Friday. So I'll go in at 2 p.m. on the West Coast, and that's 5 p.m. on the East Side, and that's for uh, the Friday, fun Friday show for – Covino and Rich, as we react to the Chiefs losing the opener last night against the Lions. Yeah, so my friend Bob does radio. Uh, one of my good radio friends, Bob uh, Fesco, does a morning show in Kansas City, and I was busting his chops. I sent Bob the message, uh, actually just this morning, I sent him the message. I said, here are your topics for today in Kansas City Sports Radio. A, Andy Reid is on the hot seat. B, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has turned into a pumpkin. He's lost his way. C, should the Chiefs now tank for the number one pick to get Caleb Williams? Uh, I tossed that out. D, how much would it cost to acquire, reacquire Tyreek Hill from the Dolphins? Uh, 
Uh, and then E was, uh, should Kadarius Tony be given a plane ticket or a Greyhound bus ticket out of Kansas City? Uh, <laughs> those were my my top. That, that Kadarius Tony game last night has to be one of the single worst games ever in the history of the NFL by yeah. a wide receiver. And that is not hyperbole, Danny. That is not like, oh, you're just saying that. You don't really believe that. No. I believe that. I my God, the stat line on that was unbelievably bad. It was horrific. He finished. He had one receiving yard, negative one rushing yard, four drop passes. One of those uh, pick six, which just gave the Lions uh, seven points, and Kansas City lost by one. As a Raiders fan, I have to compliment him on his performance. Great job, Mr. Tony. I hope he becomes the Chiefs WR one. Yeah, well, the way the way he played there, he should be should be working for Uber or something like that. My God! All right, uh, we'll get out. Uh, thank you all. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.